Long Talk Radio. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome into Blog Talk Radio's very own premier show, the Loretta McNary Show, live presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer. Every Tuesday here at 11 a.m., we will talk to Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal guru. And let me tell you, our topics have been so awesome and as they say, off the chain in a good way, <laughs> that I look forward to the shows, and I know a lot of the listeners do too, so everybody welcome Michael Farmer to the show. Hello, Loretta, and everybody in Blog Talk Radio Land. <laughs> Blog it Talk is. Radio Land. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I mean, I'm excited because this, I mean, the, 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 last, the last six weeks have been rough, but, man, my joy is. Oh, it's bubbling over. I, I mean, I, I know exactly what it means now to say, you know, despite what you're going through, that you know you still got joy. Like I said, you don't, you don't know what you, you don't know what that stuff means until you go through something. I, I literally know what that means. My right now, I think my joy is at an all time high, and I'm I'm ready to pass it on to you. That is so, so funny that you said that, today. Michael, because as I was trying to post today about our topic, I, I named it. Uh, experiencing joy while managing disappointments. So okay. I think that's the gist of what we want to get across oh, yeah. to everybody um, for this whole topic is managing, while you're managing disappointments, because disappointments will come to everybody. I don't care if you consider yourself to be a super, super Christian or somebody who is super, super in the world. Um, disappointments are going to come. Whether you have a ton of money or you have a little money, it does not negate your experience with what we are going to talk about today, and that's managing disappointment. So, Michael, um, you can go ahead and get us started. Prep us. All righty. Well, of course, this is, I mean, all of this is, you know, what God really wanted me to, you know, impart to his people on the day. Uh, he gave <clears throat> this topic to me to speak on on when I was lying in bed on Sunday, Sunday morning. And, and normally he just give me titles. And, of course, from there I just have to go in and do all my homework. And But uh, it's going to be good because I, it, I, I first applied it to me. Because anything I talk about, it, it's been tried. Even from Sunday to now, I've tried it and it works. So uh, I'm talking from experience in my theory. But today we want to talk about, as you say, you know, talking about just really just managing disappointment. And and you said it, you know, it's going to come. It's, they said there's two things that are sure in life, and there's death and taxes. Well, I'll, let me add a, a third one. There are two, three things that are sure in life. <laughs> disappointment, taxes, and death. Because disappointments are going to come to everybody, regardless of, unless you said, you know, regardless of your ethnicity, your financial status, I don't care what you got, disappointments are going to come. But before that's we get true. into it, you know, I'm the I'm the type of person. You know, I, I, you know well, let's let's talk about what exactly is is disappointment. Yeah. I mean, the, what is disappointment, Loretta? I, I, I want to ask you, and then I'm then I'm going to go into my spiel. Okay. Without you know putting on my intellectual hat, I would say disappointment is merely when things don't turn out the way you want them to, as soon as you want them to, how you want them to. That's what it is for me. Well, now, now, I'm, now, I'm, I'm going to give you what God gave me. Of course, you know, I, I like to go to the dictionary and define things. But God, no, I'm, I'm going to give you a definition for disappointment. And this mm-hmm. is the, this is the definition that He gave me, and it was, and I, and I like workable definitions, not just something that sounds good. But He says disappointment is the result of placing our expectations upon a person or thing. Of which is highly susceptible to change. Mm. Let me let me let me read that again because I have to when he gave it to me, I have to write it down myself. Disappointment is the result of placing our expectations upon a person or thing of which it is highly susceptible to change. Mm. Reliance upon man is a major ingredient. And disappointment. Then, of course, he gave me a scripture to go with that, and that is Psalms 118 and 8. So let's go there right quick. Psalms 118 and 8. Psalms like 118 and 8. 
as, as, as the minister would say, there was, a, there was a rapper that we listened to years ago called the minister, and he would he would do his little rap and then he'll say, hold up, wait a minute, let me put some word in it. So it's a right now. <laughs> Okay. So right now, let's, let's, I, I just say it that so now let's put some word in it, something that that you can that you can dig your heels in, and and say okay, that's that's right. Uh, Psalm one ten and eighteen and says it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Mm. I mean, just that one very short verse. It is what better. To trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in man. Because the one thing about God, he changes not. That's why he doesn't disappoint. Man man has, like a man is highly susceptible to change. <laughs> things, are, things are even more susceptible to change. So that's what disappointment is. And, 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 and disappointment is really the disappointment the space between what you expect and what's real. It's the distance between your expectation on one end of the spectrum and your reality on the other end of the spectrum. And the wider the expectation, the wider the propensity for disappointment. So once again, it's the it's the distance. Just, just imagine a straight line, and at one end of the line or the one end of the spectrum, there's expectation. On the other end of the line or the spectrum, there's reality. When when expectations and reality don't meet, that's where disappointment comes in. So the the, the smaller the expectation, the smaller the disappointment. And when you're dealing with man. You better make sure your expectation is short <laughs> because because they can change. You know, they may not want to change, but they can change. Their their financial situation can change. Things can change. You uh, there was uh, like a prime example, a very good friend of mine, and you know, God rest his soul, he just passed away last week. But we were planning on doing you know doing uh, a, a radio show together. And now he's going on to be with the Lord. So now, so that disappointment, you know, is there? Wow, this. Well, there goes those plans. But you know, I, but disappointment not great because it is better to be in the presence of the Lord <laughs> than to be out here dealing with the judge every day. So. There's what about people who would that. use that on the flip side? Is it, okay, because I know, you know, I'm not even going to dream big. I'm not going to expect much because I don't want to be just like you said, you know, big expectations, big disappointments. If I just have low expectations, then my disappointment. Because some people, you know, they they expect disappointments. And like we said, we know it's going to happen, but don't just speak it into your life. Because I hear no, say, I'm no. going to do this, but then they'll speak some disappointment and some negativity over something. So how do we, because that's another way to talk about managing disappointments when we expect them. And I know we should expect them, but don't just claim them. No, I mean, it, 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 it's a disappointment is almost just like, you know, it's, it's almost like you, you know, you you got to have insurance, you know. If, even though you have life insurance, you don't want to die. Even though you have car insurance, you don't want to have a wreck. Even though you have health insurance, you don't want to have an accident. I mean, you, I mean, you don't want to, you know, your body to be in disrepair or your, or your health goes bad. We have those insurances just in case they do happen. Well, well, that's what. See, we take that same mentality with God, you know, just in case, just in case this Christianity thing don't work, I'm going to use God as my insurance policy. No, God don't, God don't need to be your insurance policy. God wants to be your assurance policy. <laughs> he wants you to know that, that he is. And we just read the scripture, it is better to do what? Trust in God than to put your confidence or your expectation in man or your hope in man. And and we're going to talk about that, that scripture reference I just mentioned in, in, a, in a second here. 
but we all have to know how to manage disappointment because they're going to come, just like natural disasters. You know, we know they're going to happen. So we have what they call emergency management agencies that come in to help people manage them when they come. That's what we're talking about today. How do you manage disappointment? How do you get through it? When you know if it's stirring, when that disappointment is stirring you in the face, what do you do? <laughs> so we that's, so we want to give you some some workable tools on today on how to deal with it. Now let me let me give you a definition for manage. We talked about disappointment. Let's talk about manage. And of course the word manage in the dictionary means to bring let me find a good one here. Uh oh. Oh, there it is. Remember, for those who are listening via, via their um, computers and laptops, you can call in and join our conversation. This is a live conversation, so we want you to join in and give us your feedback, any questions you may have or comments. You can make those by dialing 347-539-5772, 347-539-5772. That will get you in to Loretta McNary Live Presents. Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, and our topic for those who are just tuning in is experiencing joy while maintaining and managing, well, not maintaining, but managing, managing disappointments. Yes. Managing disappointments. So let's talk about manage. The word manage, I'm going to give you two definitions. The word manage means to bring about or succeed in accomplishing, sometimes despite difficulty or hardship. The next one is to take charge or care of, so to take charge of or to take care of. But the one I like, is, which is going to be more in context with what we're talking about today, means to continue to function, progress, or succeed, usually despite hardship or difficulty. It means to, to, to get along. So that's, that's, the, that's the definition that is very apropos for right now is, you know, how do the disappointment is here, how do I continue to function? How do I continue to progress? How do I continue to succeed despite this difficulty or this hardship that is staring me in the face right now? Well, go over to Romans chapter 5. And this one I said I was, going, I was holding secret from you, Loretta. I said I wasn't going to tell you because I wanted to. <laughs> I want it to be fresh. I want it to be hot, hot out the oven for you. I don't want it to be stay cold, stay up and cold by the time you got here. Well, you know, so I'm gonna start at verse one and read now. You know, for some reason, and like I said, for some reason, I want I'm using these scripture references because you, I want you to see something because we've some point kind of put the cart before the horse. And it says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we also have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Mm. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, so we, so he said, we do what in tribulation, Loretta? He said, we should be glorying in tribulations. Why? Because tribulation is what's going to bring about or bring or to work fully or to accomplish patience in your life. So if you say, man, I just, Lord, I need patience, guess what's going to happen? He's going to send you some tribulation. That's why I tell you, you know, you're more specific pressure. when you pray. Um, because when you pray for more patience, then that's what you get. If you want to build your patience, then you have to go through some stuff to build your patience. It's like a muscle in your arm, your triceps. To build yeah. a tricep, you got to put more weight on it to make yeah. it, you know, larger and to make yeah. it stronger. You have to put more pressure on it. You have to put more pressure on that mm-hmm. muscle. And that's what the word tribulation means in the Greek. It, it means pressure, literally or figuratively. So pressure is what produces patience. And patience, what's in further in, in verse 4, produces experience. And experience produces hope. This is what we're coming into, this word hope. Very word is kind of overlooked. It was a big word that was used in uh, President Obama's campaign 
a couple of years ago, but we're we going to talk about the God kind of hope. And it says, and five says, and hope, make it not a shame. I think one verse says, hope doesn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. So, and so, so in order to get to the uh, point of managing disappointments, we have to back all the way up to verse 3 and start beginning to glory in our tribulations or in our trouble or in the, whatever pressure life brings us, God, so we need to glory in that. Why? Because we are glorying in the Lord. That's what it talks about in verse 2. Because that tribulation is what's going to work out fully patience in your life, and patience is going to work out fully experience in your life. And experience is going to work out. Then, and, and, and that word experience actually means test. It means to it means to prove or to try. It, it doesn't mean that you. We think about experience as something we we've, we've gone through. No, patience gives you the ability to go through the tests and the trials mm-hmm. and the proving ground. Once you've once once that has been fully maximized in your life, then there is hope, because hope means to anticipate. Usually. usually with pleasure. It means expectation, and that's what we've been talking about. Distance between expect, expectation and reality is what? Disappointment. Mm-hmm. So if so if if you want to, I'm not, I, and I'm not going to say you can avoid disappointments because disappointments are going to come, but the way you properly manage a disappointment is you have to manage your expectation or you have to manage your hope. And our hope should be in whom? The more. God, we just read mm-hmm. it there in, in uh, we just read it there in Romans. That scripture said it is, is no, we just read it there in one the one we went to back in uh in Psalms Psalm that said it is better. Mm-hmm. It is it is better to trust in 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 God than to put your confidence in man. Those words are synonymous. Hope. You can use the word hope there. Same word. And look at verse five, it says, And hope make it not a shame, or hope doesn't disappoint. Why? Because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were without, for when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. So we do that by always looking to the source of our the true source of hope, because God is the which one is not going to change. Because remember right. the work of a definition I gave you? The work of a definition was the result of placing our expectation in a personal thing which is highly susceptible to change. So in order to manage your disappointments, you have to start putting your trust and your reliance upon some someone that's not going to change. Things are going to change. Things are designed to change. Things can change. Things change without you even doing nothing, nothing to them. Mm-hmm. So okay, in can... order, go ahead, Loretta. No, go ahead. Finish that thought. No, uh, no, you you go ahead. Just make your make your statement there. I wanted to go ahead. I know. I want for those who are listening, like we always lay a foundation. We we base everything on scripture when we have our spiritual conversations because we believe that God's word is, you know, infallible. It, it's always true and is always on time. So we lay that foundation. Then we give you real-life um, scenarios, real-life examples. Hopefully some callers will call in and share some of their examples of how they were able to manage their disappointments and still experience joy. So we'll get into the real-life practical tips on how to relate the word to today to help you. Exactly. So Michael is really good at laying that foundation so you'll have something to stand on and you'll remember Psalms um, 118, you'll remember Romans 5 and you can base everything on that to kind of help you stay inspired and to help you maintain your joy when you're, because it's going to happen even on your best day when you've done everything that you can think of to do right, there will be some disappointment. So you have to remember these scriptures to help you get through it. And um, so just keep listening. Just keep listening. And, again, you can call in. (laughs) (laughs) Because one thing I want to do, one thing I do when I do discipleship training is is to get people out of the mentality 
of a quick fix. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens overnight but night. So, so just, just, just one thing that you can, you can remember. The only thing that happens overnight is night. So you, you're in this for the long haul. I mean, Jesus, I just love using him as our example because he, he prepared, he persevered for 30 years before he even began to do his ministry. Mm. And then from, from there, it was three years of pure hardship. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's before he even got to the cross. Always under the threat of death. They were always looking to kill him. Most, like I said, most people couldn't even endure two or three days under the threat that somebody is literally out to kill you. Well, this man had to put up, and put up with it for three years, three solid years. Every so, day. Every day. day. So, <laughs> so, so he, is, he, is our, he is our example. He's the one that went through all of that adversity. He's the one that was faced those disappointments when, when he would go into his own hometown and, and, and try to do miraculous things there, but he couldn't do anything because of their unbelief. You, you just imagine how disappointing that was to him, even to the point where he said, well, you know, a, a prophet is without honor except in his own house. Mm-hmm. Among his own people, among his own kin. I mean, that was that was a level of disappointment for him. He said he he could do no mighty work there, <laughs> except he just healed a few sick folk. But but he his goal was for the word to go in there and just prevail, and they grasped a hold of it and see that he was the truth of the Messiah that God had sent uh, into the world to deliver them from sin. So now let's so so we've dealt with that. So you 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 got any questions or comments on? Scripture we discovered because this, you know, we we have been conditioned, you know, that we shouldn't go through anything as Christians. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, said, yes, we do. Uh, and, and 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 what anchors you in there is is verse one, five, verse five and one says, we're justified by faith. We have peace with God. How? Through our Lord Jesus Christ, so He's already solidifying the fact that you have peace, even before He even starts talking about all of the things that you have to do to mature yourself and and to grow in this grace. Like right there in verse two, to my before and we stand in that grace and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And then it talks about and and I just want to reiterate it, you know, tribulations. It's going to work out fully, patience in your life. So, so if you want patience in, in your life, trouble or pressure is what's going to develop that patience in your life. If you want to endure the trials or the tests that come to try you, then that's what patience, patience fully works that out in your life. Then if you want hope in, if you want hope to be fully developed in your life, then you have to go through those tests and those trials. And pass them, not fail them, pass them. <laughs> it's like going to the next level of school. And, and then when it's all said and done, he said, hope is the thing that's not going to disappoint. If you want to minimize or to, or to altogether do without disappointments in your life, then you pretty much are going to be going through this cycle until you're fully mature for things don't phase you because you know you, you because once you get to that point where you say, you know something, I know now to not to put my expectation in this thing or this person. I should be putting my expectation in God because God cannot change. He will not change. That's right. Therefore, my, my hope remains steady in him. Anytime your expectation is in something that can change, then your hopes can be dashed. And, I'm, and we've all been there. We've all, and because nobody goes into a marriage expecting for it to go through a divorce. Nobody buys a house expecting for their house to be foreclosed on. Nobody, nobody uh, goes nine months carrying a child and they expect that child to be stillborn. So, so, so all of these, all of these things, our expectation is there. But as they say, things can happen. But thank God that He's given us His Word to help us to get through these things. 
and we have to rely and trust on God and his word. That's that's the only answer to managing your disappointments. And and I know it it sounds cliche. Most people think that when you start talking about religion, it's it's, it's a crutch. It's it's just a cliche. I'm just going to run to it when I need it. No, God intended for this thing to be a part of who we are. That is the total intent that God intended for all of mankind, not just for religions, but for all of mankind to have this mentality towards him. Not using him, like, as I said before, not using him as the insurance policy. Just in, <laughs> case this, just in case this relationship goes bad, then, you know, I can, I can always turn to God and he can comfort me. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to get in another one. And if that, one, if that go bad too, then I can always run back to him and he'll comfort me. See, it's almost like the children of Israel going around in the, in the wilderness for 40 years. And God did all that to do what? To prove them, for was, to show them what was in their heart. They didn't even know what was in their heart. And God is the one that led them around in the wilderness for 40 years. They didn't do it on their own. God led them in went for 40 years. So, as, I, and as we talked about earlier, Loretta, sometimes I have a, 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 a propensity to oversimplify things. <laughs> and, and the reason I and and the reason I talk in that vein is because I don't talk from theory. I like to talk from experience. I like to talk about what I've gone through. And and I've had my share of disappointments. We've all had our share. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite and I'm and I'm quite sure there are some more on the way. But if if you want that that level and that time span of disappointment to be small, then don't. Don't put your trust and confidence in man. If you do it, you better put it in writing. And even if you put it in writing, that that's still no good because you you may have to end up going to law, going to the court of law. He gonna spend more money. And if, and then, and and if they got more money than you have, then guess what? <laughs> they'll drag you through the ringer for a long time to break you. So is so when it's all said and done, we should be looking to our father who is our creator, to help us manage these inevitable disappointments. Do you have something to interject there, Loretta? Yeah, I'm just, I just want to give them some examples because we talk about it and you know the scripture. And sometimes disappointment is, you know, even knowing all I know and knowing what I've been through and how God has always been faithful, I still, when disappointment happens, sometimes it just really sucks the wind out of me. I have to be so honest with you and tell you that. So I don't want people to think that, and there may be some people who have figured this thing out to the point where, you know, it's just another day when disappointments happen to them. It doesn't affect them. You know, I don't know if that person exists or, you know, but I haven't talked to them, and I've talked to, you know, so many thousands of people, but I've yet to talk to a person who said, that when they experience disappointment, and even knowing the scripture and having a, a firm, strong relationship with God, that at some point, not all the time, but at some times, it has really just knocked the wind out of them. So I want okay. you to understand that even that will happen. Yes. Okay. Now what? Now now this is one thing I'm going to uh, let you know to do, which when that happens. When you face that level of disappointment, and usually most people face the major cause of disappointment in people's lives are first of all relationships and finances. Mm-hmm. So let's let's so 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 let's let's deal with the with the relationship and health too, sickness. I think for a lot yeah. of people, yeah, yeah. But let's but let's 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 deal with one. Let's okay. Say you deal with relationships, and you were in a in a relationship, and you had your expectations were high and. And you gave it your all, and you were there, and you were committed, and you did everything you do to make sure that this relationship was working. And for some reason, the other party decided that you know, well, you know, I I don't have the same fervor that you have, and you know, I'm I'm pretty much done with the relationship. And then that can self self and that can knock the wind out of you. And that mm-hmm. happens to a lot of and that happens to a lot of people. Well, the first thing you have to do is to sit back and start looking inward. Okay, and say, now, what what did I do in this relationship that led to this, this this level of disappointment? Because remember, your level of disappointment is the distance between your expectation and the reality. 
So, so, so that's what you have to manage going forward. Not, not looking back. You can't manage it going back. Management is for going forward. It's not for going backwards. <laughs> so, 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 so keep that in mind. Managing is for going forward, not for going backwards. Because when that tornado hit Oklahoma, when uh, Oklahoma, uh, uh, almost two weeks ago, when the mm-hmm. emergency management association came in, no, they came in and they and they they did what they can do first of all to recover people who are, who are buried in the debris, and they want to make sure people got clothes. Make sure they got fed. Make sure they got the medical attention that they needed. Make sure now they're on track to they're going to start the rebuilding process here very soon. But you have to deal with the immediate needs of people right off the bat. You can't go in and talk about we're going to just, it's time to rebuild right off the bat. No, you have to deal with the immediate needs. You have to deal with the hurt. You have to deal with that reality of what just happened. Well, you have to do the same thing in a relationship, but the thing that's one thing you have to remember in, in a relationship, the only will you can control in a relationship is yours. And mm-hmm. and a lot of times, probably nine times out of ten, there are there are little signs all along their relationship highway that we just just don't look at. Now 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 don't get me wrong, some people are completely blindsided by some things. Now just, I'm, I'm talking about general, not not the exception. Mm-hmm. But usually there are signs along the way. Sometimes there are signs even before you even get on the highway <laughs> with this relationship. <laughs> and you just totally ignore that sign. And and if you sit down and talk to that person, usually you can get that out of them. And, and you ask them, okay, what did you see? What did you really, really see going into this relationship? And they'll tell you. They'll be honest with you. And it's mm. those little foxes that you have to look for, not the big things. You got to look for those little foxes. Like every time the phone rings, they have to step out the room and answer the phone, and you just ignore it. Oh, maybe, oh, he's probably on a business call. Yeah, he's on a business <laughs> call, all right. <laughs> and and But, but, you, but you, you're so in love and you're so enamored with the, the person's charm, and as God was, was reminding me last week, Charm is deceitful for this coming from a woman or man. So anytime somebody is exceedingly charmful, guess what? They can be exceedingly deceitful. Mm-hmm. At the because same charm. level, too. At that same it, level. Exactly. So, so, so charm is deceitful and beauty is vain or beauty is fleeting. But a woman that fears the Lord is to be praised, or a man that fears the Lord is mm-hmm. to be praised. So, so, so anytime you see all of this charm, just flowing out there. Just remember, it's there's just as much deceit. Why? <laughs> and and if, if you see all this beauty that you're enamored by, remember there is that that doesn't last. They they probably they probably gonna take it off tonight. <laughs> or 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 if you hang with them long enough, if you say you marry them, and you marry them for the for the length of her hair, well, at some point, long beautiful black hair. Well, at some point, that hair is not gonna be black, and it's not gonna be long. So we should not fall in love with a thing, which is the hair, because that thing is highly susceptible to change. We should fall in love with the with the reality of who this person really, really is. And sometimes time is the only thing that can tell that. Yeah. And 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 and, and I know that may not be sufficient, but but the thing you have to do is to look inward and say, okay, what can I do? going forward, that I would never make those same mistakes again. And and sometimes you have to ask God, okay, Lord, show me, show me, some, show me some things that I know it. Trust me, he'll show you. We, we've all been there. We've all been hurt to the point of wanting to die. I mean, I've, I've been there growing up. I'm, I'm 49 years old, mm-hmm. and I started a relationship way back when I was what, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. So so up until the time I got married when I was like like twenty six years old, I mean the, between that that ten year period, oh, I dealt with some major major <laughs> disappointments in life, and and even in marriage, you you deal with some disappointments because remember disappointments are based on what expectations and reality. That's one thing I want you to remember. I, I want you to remember that spectrum. 
when you're going through when you're going through the disappointment that's okay that I expect way too much out of this person or this or this relationship and and a relationship is a thing mhm uh-huh. uh-huh. that I put too much trust and confidence in this person or in this relationship. Yeah, and I think a big part of that, at least I, I can tell in you know, my personal life sometimes and, and those that share their stories with me about the relationships, people go into relationships to be happy. That's where you mess up. <laughs> I think that's a huge part of what creates a lot of disappointment. You should already be happy because you shouldn't depend, and I have said it many times on this show, on other shows that I host, Expecting somebody to make you happy is like expecting them to be able to give you the moon when you want it. That's not going to happen. No, it's, it's not. It's too much to put on a person, any person, I don't care if, it's, if they have a lot of money, I don't care if they're good looking, I don't care if they're strong, but if you're in a relationship expecting them to make you happy, then you're setting yourself up for disappointment. You have oh, to yeah. find out what makes you happy and be able to be happy. And then what we talked about earlier I think we need to explain what joy is, how to maintain joy, how to keep joy, how to experience joy in spite of what's going on around you. Because, because remember, remember, yeah. I think we talked, we, we talked about that, what, about three weeks ago we talked about mm-hmm. joy? There's a, there's a difference between having joy and being happy. There's a major, there, there are two, uh, happiness is an emotion, and it's based on what's happening that's where that's where that word comes from. Joy is a is a state of being. Regardless of what you're going through, you still have that joy, that 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 sense of calm resolve. That's what joy is. That's what Jesus had. He said, even though I'm here hanging on this cross, for the joy that's set before me, I'm going to endure this thing. In other words, at some point, I'm going to be right right back on the right hand of my Father, and everything that I have gone through. It's going to be like it never even happened. <laughs> That's what I think I thought of somebody's uh, uh, a, disaster, a, a disaster recovery company here locally, and I saw it on Detroit, and it kind of, I don't like that. Their slogan is, like it never even happened. Well, well this way God, that's what God wants us to do when it comes to managing disappointments, to manage it as if it never even happened. But wow. remember... If, if you want to actually match the disappointments, you got to be willing to go through tribulation. You got to willing to be patient. You got to willing to be testing or, or tested or tried or go through this proving period. And then you can walk in the full realm of hope. Mm. So, 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 so there's a, there's a, there's a progress, there's a, a progression to that. And, and it starts with, Tribulation, something of which most people just don't want to go through. I don't want to go through tribulation, but I I, I know where to produce it. So when it comes, I'm going to manage it properly. Because when, tri- when, when tribulation comes, okay, I, I need to be patient. It's time for me to be patient. And once that's fully accomplished. And, and I'm going back through this process because, it, it, like I said, I'm, I'm trying not to oversimplify it. But I'm going back through this process again because that's, that's the mentality that you have to take going forward. It's that I, I got to go through this all over again. Just like being in training camp, those people, they, they go through the same drill over and over again until it becomes like what they call like second nature. Uh-huh. They get tired of doing it. They get exhausted. They get tired, but they know if they endure going through these same drills, going through these tour days, going through the shoot-around, going through the wind sprints, this is what's going to produce a champion. And out of all of, and even in the season with the we're in now with the with the basketball championship going on, only one person can emerge as a champion, and everybody else is disappointed. Yeah, only one team. You're right. Only, they do only credit one team. To one person, but yeah. <laughs> so, Michael, so, let's, so, let's just cause let's really really break it down to the um, lowest sale, the lowest atom. Let's say. Right now, you are going through a disappointment. Okay. What is the first thing that you should do? And I mean, right or wrong, what what's happening? Can you just like paint the picture? 
Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you exactly what I did, and, and this is something that I learned years ago. And I just said a few minutes ago, you have to look inward. Don't, don't, don't look at the other party. Just look at you. And that's okay. Lord, show me what what I've done wrong. I've me sitting out here acting sitting still and thinking. I can see how I, I played a part in this. And now you show me the part that I didn't have. You know, I say so in, and that's what I did. So, so all of the things that that, that were within my control, guess what? I began to change those things. I began to change my mind concerning, you know, how how I'm going to do business, how I'm going to manage, you know, the inventories, how, you know, what type of, you know, marketing and advertising, you know, what. So all all of these things, I, I went through all of this over and over and over again, because as I said, the only will that you can in control of is your own. And then from there, I said, okay, now going forward, what do I do to not face this level of disappointment again? So I, I put safeguards into place where that's going to happen. There are some things that I, that, that, I, that I had to do legally to make sure that it didn't happen. And there, there are some practical things that I, that I did. So just, just talking from personal experience, the first step is, is to always look inward. We always want the first thing when things happen is we want to point to the other party, and you see it in the news all the time. Something tragic happens, first thing they do is try and find a scapegoat. Why did this happen? When the only yeah. will, and, 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 I want you to, and I want you all to get this, the only will that you can control is yours. That's it. Guess what? God can't even control your will. Right, because he gave us free will. But what about those things like, you know, I hear people say, well, I was just minding my own business. Let's say, um, okay, I get a call from a a, a person who works at a major network. We have a great call. They're very interested in what I I can provide for them. They love what I do. They love the excellence. And, I mean, we are just ready to make things happen, right? Okay. Then the ball just drops. Nothing else happened. A few more phone calls. I'm busy. We're still looking forward to working with yeah. you. We're going to okay. make this happen. And okay. two months later, nothing has still happened. Now, I'm extremely disappointed, and I realized something that you said today. I did put my trust in that person because, like I said, they contacted me. They initiated this, this whole um, partnership. But then... Yeah. I mean, I've, I've called several times, like several messages, voicemail, emails. And so, of course, I'm very disappointed. And, again, I looked inside. I said, well, Loretta, what did you do that could have caused them to maybe change their mind? And I'm blaming, you know, sometimes we take the no, blame when it's no. not our blame. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh, but see, uh-uh, you, uh-uh, see, that's, see, that's, see that's, the, that's the thing that you should not do. Don't 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 look at okay what did I do to make them do what they did you no uh you look within to see what you can do to make yourself better going forward. Mhm. Okay. Don't. That's when you say look at yourself, not look at exactly. yourself and say what. Okay. See, I misunderstood, and that's why I wanted to clarify exactly. this because I know a lot of times you know disappointment has nothing to do with you. You've done everything you knew to do. You handled it right. You were trusting in God, and you you know things just progressed the opposite of what you wanted. So when you're saying look inside, you're not saying look inside to, to place blame or to take your blame part, your part of the blame or the problem. You're saying yes. to look inside to see, you know, what you could do different the next time or exactly. what looking. Okay. Because, because remember, um, because like I said, I'm, I'm intentionally using this word manage because we, we, we looked at that definition. It means to continue to function progress or succeed, usually despite hardship. So our goal in managing this is, okay, well, I'm, I'm progressing. I'm not, I'm not looking back. I'm not, going, I'm not looking back and seeing what all could happen because, because if you look back, you'll stay there. That's why uh-huh. even Jesus says, you know, once you put your hand to the plow and you're in a kingdom and look back, he said, you're not even fit for the kingdom. 
Then, okay, mm. then you say, okay, now what, what am I doing looking to succeed going forward? I'm not, I'm not concentrating on the failure that I just experienced. So, 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 so if you're thinking about, if you're looking back and you're concentrating on the failure, then you're not properly managing that disappointment. You pretty much stay in there. Mm, okay. 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 I so, got so, that so, part. So, so, but the thing is, like I said, you, you, you want to learn how to function, progress, and succeed. Because sometimes when things like this happen, you know I mean, you, you do it. It takes about a day for you to to be in function mode again. Yeah, because I can see how you say, well, you know what, I'm just going to, I can say, I'm just going to give up, you know, and you know how people say self-talking so negatively about themselves. And I'm like, okay, yeah. if you wouldn't say that to your best friend or husband, why would you say it to yourself who you have to be around 24-7? So we yeah. got to, you know, learn to, to not sabotage your own esteem by belittling nope. it because something didn't work out the way you wanted it to. So so, so now you're getting they look it. inside, they place some blame. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting but, it. So it's uh-huh. Loretta, guess what? It, it's something that you said kind of kind of stuck me when you first said it, and it, and it goes back to the uh, the element of expectation. Them contacted you. See, you got to think, before they contacted you, you probably had no expectancy or you, you've had probably just a very small degree of expectancy of this thing happening. Mm-hmm. When they contacted you, it, man, it, just, it probably just it put your expectancy in, into high gear. Right, it did. Because as, because as you said, they contacted you. You didn't contact them. Yeah. So, so guess what? Another person, it, it, uh, this person or this thing or this entity is what drove your expectancy. We shouldn't let people drive our expectancies. That's mm. what this imagined disappointment is. Okay, okay, I, I, I heard what you just said. Okay, it, especially if it's, it's a business deal, okay, let's, let's sit down and put this in writing because at the end of the day, I hear what you're saying I, I really need it to be a win-win for all parties involved, you know, and including me and yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it has to be a win-win. I think I put that put that post out on Facebook. Uh, I think last week. You know, evaluate all the relationships in your life. If the if the equation in that relationship is not win-win, you need to scrap it now. Or you need to reevaluate it, or you need to renegotiate it. Yeah, and it would have been win-win for both parties involved. It, it definitely would have been a win-win for me, and and you know, keep all but, the value. But, 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 but what you're saying, it would have been. Yeah, had it happened, and I'm not saying yeah. it's not going to, but I that's one of those <laughs> things where you've done all you can, you got to stand. Patience. I'm patience. Hey, it's one of patience. Tribulation produces what, Loretta? Patience. That's right. This pressure should be producing patience in you. It has. It has. Without, you know, I, I was frantic okay. at first, and I wanted to rush it. And like I said, I was like, I'm not gonna keep reaching out to her, and you know, like exactly. keep calling, calling, calling. I have to let it go. I prayed over the Lord. Your will be done, not mine. If this is something that you want to happen, I know for sure. It's going to happen, but it's going to happen when? In his time, when I'm better prepared, when is his time? I, I, you know, I had to let it go. Whose time? Whose time, Loretta? God's time. God's time, time. exactly. Because I know it just didn't happen for nothing. There's something, you know, that's working. There's hope. There's still hope. So, so, so when we say it's going to happen in God's time, we, we have to truly get, get God's timing Mm -hmm. in it. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and a lot of times in life, you need patience for things to happen in God's time. So you got to think when God speaks, God speaks from an eternal perspective. And we we talked about this in 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 past shows before. When God speaks, God is speaking from the standpoint of eternity. In His mind, it has already happened. Time now has just had just has has to catch up with what He just spoke. And sometimes that can take that can take years. Mm-hmm. 
But but but, but 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 of course when God speaks, most people woo, you know you get excited and you thinking you know then you you start in your mind you start putting your own time frame in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I, know, I, I and then you know. <laughs> so so like I said, you know, so so when they call you, it it, it peaked your level of expectancy, and then you added your level of expectancy with it. By the time you got it, the 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 spectrum between between expectation and reality follows probably about two miles wide. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so now you mm-hmm. need to so like I said, if you if 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 you don't want major disappointment, narrow the expectation, especially. And the only only expectation that you can manage is, is the part that you have to play in it. That's the only one you can manage. Because right. as you say it, you because you can't control nobody else's will. We can't control the weather. We can plan a nice, beautiful picnic right now. We can spend thousands of dollars getting it ready, and it has to be done on this day. And all of a sudden, it's thunderstorm for the next five days. Mhm. Now your your hopes have been dashed. Well, you you well you should well if you go spend this kind of money on it. Well, maybe I should have been a little bit more prudent and did it indoors. Even some people would say, "Well, I'm going to do it indoors." But but at what point do you know to stand and not keep trying to manipulate? It? And that picnic is a good scenario. Let's say we plan to picnic for today. We okay. really think we want to have a picnic. We're just so excited about the person who's going to be on this picnic with us. But then all of a sudden we realize that, you know, this picnic is not going to happen because it's going to rain. Do we, yes. do we A, say it wasn't meant to be? Do we say, B, um, maybe we should do it a different way? Or do we say, C, everything, every time I plan something, nothing ever happens like I want, to, I want it to? And you know something, and, and all of them both probably could be true. Right. Because, so what do you because do? I, and, and Loretta, is, once again, I, I don't want to oversimplify, but I'm I'm, I'm going to put it out there, and, and, and you can take it as well. Going back to Proverbs 3. <laughs> you ready to hear it? I'm ready here. Look out like that. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's put some word Let's in put it. Put some word <laughs> in it. <laughs> it says, "Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thy own understanding." That's that's the remedy. That's why I say you have to look inward most time because a lot of times we just lean into our own understanding of how this works, our own knowledge, our own perfection, our own wisdom. He says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, not in some of them. Because sometimes we, we think we, and sometimes we think we get on God's nerve when we ask him, well, no, you know, I'm planning on having this picnic during this day. You know, it, it, you know, I, I just really want to consult you. I'm not going to finalize the plans, but do you think that's a good idea? And he will answer you. And 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 if if you get that that and normally if you don't have any peace about it, then you know okay. I mean, any inkling of no peace about it, then you probably need to not do it because there's so many factors in it that you can't control. You you can't control the weather. You can't control whether that that person is actually going to show up to perform. Say so you had a national artist come in to perform. You know, maybe they got sick and had to postpone, and now you got folks mad and you know, re- you know, requesting refunds. And so, it's you have to realize, Loretta, that that we can only manage disappointments from our own perspective. We, you, you can't even put the other parties in talking about the disappointments. Uh huh. You have to say, okay, did I acknowledge God in this on the front end, not the back end? So when we say acknowledge God, are we saying consult with him or do we say we just keep him in our plans? What exactly does that mean? It, it to, to acknowledge means to, if, if you look at it in its context, 
it actually means to 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 look for his instruction. Okay, Lord, this is I, you know, Lord, you know, like for, for instance, but uh, when I when I was going to step out into ministry, there was a, uh, a institute that I wanted to attend, and I said, Lord, you know, I I, I know you instructed me, you know, you know, to do this and go ahead and start. This. And the Lord, is it any way that I could go ahead and attend this institute and finish up in two years? And you know, and you be pleased with that. And his answer to me was, yes, you know, okay, go ahead and do it. But as soon as you finish, I I need for you to do exactly what I told you to do. And that's what I did. So I I had to keep, I had to keep my end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 he if he if he would have said no, then guess what? I would have had to attend. But how do you know if he's saying yes or no? Because, you know, sometimes I think I just will him to say what I want him to say. Like I want him to say yes sometimes, and then sometimes I want him to say no, so I feel like that's what he's saying. <laughs> so, you leaning, what you're doing is leaning to your own understanding. That's what you're doing in that instance. <laughs> but it could be him. I just am not always sure that it's him or just me. So Well, 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 well you know, some is 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 usually most like that, and 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 that's where we are as Christians, you know, on a wide scale. We really don't know our Father, and you know, the the same natural tendency that we have not knowing our Father, we 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 take that and we use that same same mentality when when dealing with our 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 heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. No, he's you know you know you know our, our heavenly Father cannot change. You know, there is no shadow of turning, as they say, in him. There is is no darkness at all. So when you you ask the question, really looking for, look for the answer that, that you really want him to give. Not the one that, you know, well, I've, I've done everything I'm supposed to do and I did all this. You know, I, I didn't go to him in that manner. I went to him literally, you know, one, Lord, I, you know, is it really okay if I did this? And it's, and he said, and he put his blessing on it, and I finished, and I finished at the top of my class. But as soon as I finished, he spoke and said, now go do what I instructed you to do. And then I went talk with a a mentor of mine, and guess what? She confirmed it. <laughs> she confirmed it. She said, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what she said. She said, she said, all these years, she said, God is saying to you, and and, and she's a she's a very credible mentor in my life, so I received it. She said, all these years, God is saying, all these years, He's he's done things your way. Now it's time for you to start doing things his way. And I I receive that. So you don't have to say no more. That I I receive that. So 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 God wants that personal personal relationship. Most people don't have that personal relationship with God. We all we do is we we go through the motions of Christianity. Uh, yeah, We're going to church and and it's. You know, and as long as things are good, I really don't have to really consult, you know, him. I don't have to develop this relationship if things are going good. The only time God really truly wants me to have this relationship with him when things really go bad. Most of us don't 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 say that, but we think that because uh-huh. we, we because we always act upon what we think. And as soon as things get bad, we're going to run to him and he's going to, He's from the like he's going to comfort us, and guess what? You're going to run back out and do the same thing again. And don't say you're not because because I see it every day, and he gave us an example in the Bible called the Children of Israel. They did it for 40 years. And guess what? None of them saw the promised land yeah. except for two, Caleb and Joshua. He had to take in a brand-new generation <laughs> to inherit the land. Because he didn't want them to take that old mentality into the land that he promised to them. 
In that case, he could have let all the other wicked people stay in it. Why? If I yeah. drive out wicked people from a promised land and then put some wicked people in it. <laughs> Might as well have kept the first wicked people. So exactly. You know, I mean, just, yeah. just, 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 leave, just leave alone and just let them live and die. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, the, way, that's the way he saw it. So, so that's, and, and, and that's what he's putting on my heart with this message. You, you first of all manage disappointment by first of all realizing that God is your source for it all. Like I said, not to oversimplify, not to be clichéish, but that is the truth. And 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 we have to mature in God to that point. You have to intentionally begin to seek Him in small things. Okay, you back out the driveway in the morning. Okay, Lord, which way shall I go to work this morning? That's how I did it. I, I just started out walking out and leaving my job right off the bat. No, it was small. It was the little small things. Uh-huh. I was here like, hey, not to get lunch. Well, Lord, should I really, Lord, should I really eat this today? He said, no, you probably be eating it today. The small stuff. Yeah, because he said he's concerned with what concerns us. So. Yes. And we Looking have a tendency so, so. to think he meant just, oh, he don't really mean every little thing. He don't want me to ask yes. him, what should I wear today, or should I do, oh, yeah. should I listen to this, or should I oh, yeah. eat this? He, yes. he, he really does want that kind of relationship where we're in constant communication with him and we're seeking yes. him for, you know, as we say, little things and small, big things. But we should, um, at some point, I guess, talk about how to develop that personal one-on-one relationship and what it looks like. And I keep telling people, yours is going to look different from mine. You know, I'm not saying you know I mean? it doesn't yeah, mean prayer. one is better or stronger or worse or, you know, weaker. It just means that because of who I am and how he created me, I'm going to respond differently. I'm going to talk to him differently. My needs are going to be differently. But it all means that he is our creator. He is our God. He is holy and yet our father and our friend at the same time. So you have to learn how to balance those. Who is he? Yes, yes, yes. He is, and and it's, it, and like I said, I, my my ultimate goal is to is to truly make disciples, mm-hmm. disciplined students of of the Word, how to experience His presence. You know, developing a good, solid prayer life. You know, always being cognizant of His presence. And I heard a minister this Sunday talk about this this same thing, and then you can experience His power. And you know, prayer, his presence, praise, and power. That's what he talked about. And I mean, it was a very, very timely message. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm, and, we and, should probably and, start and, talking about that. Yeah. And it is, and it's true. You, you, you have to develop a prayer life. And prayer just is it, it's just simple communication mm-hmm. with God. And and doing that, like I said, doing this and things that you seem so insignificant. You're ready to go to work today. Okay, well, Lord, what, what should I wear today? Yep. And he will and then, answer. And, and he loves it when we come to him like that. And He's he like shall earthly direct. Loretta, and it says, mm-hmm. and he shall direct. Mm-hmm. It means he's, I mean, he's going to make your, he's going to make that, that way straight. He's going to make it right, pleasant, and prosperous. So he's going to direct you in the right thing to do, the pleasant oh thing to do, the straight thing to do, the prosperous thing to do. Because even when I get up and before when I get for his people, I say, you know, I'm cognizant of what I wear. I said, I don't want them to focus on my attire. I said, well, yeah. Lord, what should when he'll direct me? Okay, I need you to wear this color. I need you to wear this pattern. Because, because some people, I, I don't know the environment I'm going into. <laughs> and 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 my goal is to never offend because if if you go in and you already offended someone before you open your mouth, you just totally wasted your time. Yeah, you're going to represent God. So, Loretta, time would fail. We really get deep into it, but but we, we can cover it another time. And yeah, hopefully somebody's blessed by it and. And we may have to continue this particular topic because it's it's, uh, a lot of variables to go with it. Yeah, because there are a lot of ways we can um, have this discussion and and be able to still maintain our topic of experience and joy while while, um, managing our disappointment. So 
I think we need stuff for everyday life, how to help people get through everyday life without yes. it being so um, religious, but spiritual. And we'll have to talk about that whole of um, scenario, yes. what a spiritual relationship looks like. But thanks, everybody, so much for listening today to Loretta McNair Live Presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer. We encourage you to not only listen, but to contact us. Michael is available via email at gloryapp at aol.com. I'm available at Loretta at LorettaMcNary.com. We're all on Facebook, so you can find us on Facebook, inbox us your questions, your concerns, your comments, because I know you all are listening. I get a report, and thousands and thousands are listening, so we appreciate that, whether you um, feel led to contact us or not. We appreciate you listening day after day, week after week, to our shows and our programs. And stay tuned, because we're going to continue these conversations to help you feel better and to be stronger and to understand God's word and apply it in your life. So until yes. next time, think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we shall see you real soon if you're more willing. Bye-bye.